Welcome to this episode of the Medical Device Marketing Podcast. Have you ever wondered if paid ads are effective in healthcare marketing? Well, this is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. So today we have Jenna and Oscar. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You're most welcome. Excellent. So there's many different types of paid ads. And I think we always struggle internally. I say struggle because there's a lot of conversation around where should you use paid ads and where shouldn't you use paid ads? Where are they effective and where are they not effective? Um, there's a lot of positives and a lot of negatives with paid ads. So I want to touch on each of those things during today's podcast, um, just so that people who are listening can really think, is paid ads for me? Like the campaign I'm running, should I include paid ads? Should, should I include paid ads or should I not? So first question is what are paid ads? Now this may sound really obvious, but of course you get paid ads on all different areas. So what are paid ads? So paid ads are space that you pay for, on, you have to pay for the space online. Uh, they come in different forms. So the ones that you will see most, I think, are social media paid ads. Um, so, you know, carousels, some like on LinkedIn, you get boosted posts. Mm-hmm. You know, on Instagram, when you're sliding through stories, you'll get some, you'll also get some appearing in your feed. Uh, so those are probably the ones you see most often, but also um, search ads. So on Google, Bing, does anyone use Bing? Oh yeah, shout out Bing. <laughs> yeah, so on your search engines, they'll usually be the top result. Um, they'll usually say add on them. Um, so they are appearing because companies are bidding on those keywords mm-hmm. to appear for that certain search phrase. And you also have display ads. So those are the banners or little images that you see on the side of websites or the top of websites. Um, and they are similar, but they will be people will be paying for them based on what the website, the content of the website, rather than search words. I think, I think the thing to um, to really think about the difference there is organic versus paid results. <laughs> so we've all seen when you yeah, like you mentioned, you see at the top of Google. Mm. They'll say the little ad um, tag in front of the top three or four articles. I think that the big thing to notice is the organic articles that are below those are there because they've been earned, because mm-hmm. they're good articles. Google has identified these as strong, inform- informative, you know, very high regarded pieces of content. And that's why it served you this content. You can, you can get there, but you have to earn your position there. Mm. You can skip that with paid ads, rightly or wrongly, um, if you're willing to pay enough. And I think that's why sometimes they can be looked down upon because you haven't earned the right to be up above all of these, you know, well-deserving articles just because your, you know, your ad spend budget is higher than your competitors. Mm-hmm. You can kind of cheat the system, which rightly or wrongly is the is what paid ads is about. So for people who haven't done paid ads yet and if we take search engines to start off with because we spoke about social media and search engines and they're slightly different to one another as you explained Jenna so if we take search engines to start off with if you can pay for the top spots why not keep doing like that what's the positives and negatives of doing that yes I think Oscar touched on it a bit it's the you haven't earned it in the same way so when you appear organically that's um because you have created really valuable content that search engines are rewarding you for when you don't appear organically, it's because you paid to be there. So people tend to have more trust in the organic results because they know that it's going to be really valuable content because they trust Google. And Google has said, this is a great piece of content. It's really relevant for your search. So people tend to trust organic more 
they click on it more. I think about 90% of the clicks on Google are organic. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's around about those numbers. Um, so that's one of the, I mean, if we're going to talk about the negatives, that is probably the biggest negative of paid ads. People don't trust them as much. So they don't earn as many clicks as your organic results. Um, we spoke about social media a little bit before. So when we talk about paid ads, you touched a little bit about the different types of paid ads we can have in social media. What type of content can I actually share in paid ads? Because you talked about boosting posts. What do you mean by that? Like what, you know, what can I actually do <laughs> when it comes to paid in social media? Uh, I mean, there's so much. It's We could write a whole article and do a whole podcast on the different types of social media paid ads. I mentioned a few of them. So like boosting posts. The difference with that is it's you're not making the post specifically to be a paid ad. It's just a post that you already have that you know, just pay to appear in other people's feeds. But whereas you can make a special, like you can design posts specifically to be paid ads. Yeah. Um, so you can attach, you know, like forms, that sort of thing onto your posts. And then, yeah, you can earn conversions that way. But I would say the big benefit with paid ads on social media is that if you have got a big enough audience, which is you know a potential downside mm. in in medical device, if you have quite a niche audience, which a lot of companies do, then you are really limiting how many people you can actually reach out to. But generally on social media, you will target people based on demographics such as age, location, industry, profession, um, level of seniority. So you can really zone in on your target audience rather than, you know, kind of shouting into the void. You are specifically going to straight to those people and you are ensuring that you're appearing in front of them. I think the interesting thing about that is that it actually gives you access to a much wider audience. So if you have it as part of a multi-channel campaign, then you can use this as almost like a brand awareness. Of course, we'll talk a little bit about conversions later because no... Uh, marketing plan should ever be put in place without a conversion element thinking mm -hmm. through at the end um, but you know if you're doing other campaigns and then you say right actually do you know what I just want everybody to see us all the time then I'll do a social media paid ad because it goes exactly to the people as you said as long as my audience is big enough um, and then they'll see that along with then all the other materials that maybe we're seeing in email automation or you know, um, our organic search traffic going up or events or things like that, they see us everywhere. So it can be a great attachment to get out to more people than you originally have on, say, your email list or something like that. So uh, what's when can't you do paid ads? Like what's a real, so, it, you know, if somebody is right, I'm new to the market and actually I need to quickly get um, in touch or I need to quickly get in front of a big target audience and I'm going to do paid ads for a while. Um, or maybe it's not even a big target audience. When does paid ad, is paid ad not a good idea? And when is it a good idea? So like you said, if you don't have a big enough target audience, you're you're not reaching people. Uh, so social media in particular, you have to have an audience of at least 200, mm. which, you know, when you properly make it specific to your audience, you might not actually have 200 people who are on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, that are in your audience so you can't run that ad or you then have to expand your search your uh, demographics and include people that aren't in your audience mm. what's the point in doing that because they're not going to convert they're not going to become your customer so in that sense yes you know you can't do it if you don't have a big enough audience and also if you don't have when we talk about 
search engine paid ads if you don't have keywords that people are searching for yeah. which a lot of medical device companies don't they're innovative so they're completely new products they don't have a search term so what do you then or, try and rank for or the search term they have is a very high competitive value. yeah but that's yeah. not such an issue when it comes to yeah that you're just gonna have to pay more yeah um but yeah the bigger one is if you don't actually have any really yeah. good search terms with rank volumes on. yeah so you can try and rank for related keywords yeah. that aren't as specific but again what's the point if you're not bringing in your target audience so yeah. you kind of need to have a bigger audience for paid ads to work if you have a smaller audience that's you know you can target people in other ways but just not paid probably mm. so i think we there's a lot of positives to paid ads in, in if it's in the right section of your marketing strategy mm -hmm. um where is where are good examples of where paid ads will work? And I know we've spoken sort of, you know, a good way to outreach is that can we have any specific examples of like paid ads would be great in this situation or paid ads would be great in this situation? Just to give people who are listening a better idea of yes, I can use it though, or just start the thought process as to when paid ads could be really great. And actually maybe when paid ads aren't so great, because they're really tempting at times because they get you straight in front of people immediately. Mm. Um, but what are really great user cases? I for, for me, what, one of my favorites is definitely if you're trying to target your end users and they are patients mm. um, and you use a platform like YouTube, which is, you know, most people um, that use the internet use YouTube. They've recently started cracking down on ad blockers and things like this. So you, you're more likely to see your ad, you have your ads seen now than in a lot of the more recent years. And you want to target things like if patients search, let's say your product, I don't know, helps knee pain, for example, and you want to target any, I don't know, um, or, or orthopedic like rehab videos on how to fix knee pain online. People are going to be searching these a lot. People are going to be searching these regularly. Yeah. These are your end users you want to do. That is a great use to put a very uh, captivating video that demonstrates how your product fixes knee pain. I think that's a great use for paid ads. Mm. And then, and then with pain. a call to action to send them somewhere to get more information, which brings mm -hmm. us on to another topic later. Um, but Jenna, what do you think? I I really like the idea of using paid ads um, around an event. So all, your target audience are all in one area. So that's it's a really, yeah, it's a really great opportunity to send out very targeted paid ads. Could be about that event. You could say, hey, I'm gonna, this company is gonna be at this event. And then you don't have to target it as widely you can very specifically go in on your target audience because they're all in one space you can also do this with targeting hospitals or you know if you want to target an area like i don't know like say you wanted to target la or something yeah. um you know where they have a high volume of medical device companies geo-targeting is really great for you know actually getting specifically to your audience getting in front of them so I think, yeah, around events, around hospitals, yeah, and clinics. And so only using your spends when you know you're really going to yes, gain traction. Yes, exactly. Rather yeah. than trying to target the whole world yeah, and spending loads of money. To yeah, go every click counts yeah. in the sense of every click costs money. So if you can be more targeted and you only get the actual people that you want, which sort of comes down to being specific about everything you do as well mm -hmm. with paid ads. So as you said earlier, don't be too general because although it looks like better in numbers, your conversion rates will drop right down because you're not speaking to the right people. So make sure everything's really specific. Okay, so um, there's one other thing that we sort of alluded to, which I think is really important to mention with paid ads. Um, where 
is your audience going? And how do you make sure that you maximize the impact of your paid ad by addressing where they're going? So, I mean, we talk about the marketing funnel a lot. Um, paid ads are a part of that. They're at the very beginning. And then you usually will want to drive them onto your website because it's your conversion hub. It's where all of the information that they need to become a client or a customer is. So you need to make sure that it's driving towards your website, but then your website also needs to be set up to convert them. Mm. It needs to have answer their questions, have clear messaging. It needs to be easy to use. I mean, this isn't a podcast about websites, no. but yeah. you know, it's a very important part of like paid ads and your whole marketing journey to make sure that you're, where you're sending them is set up to lead them on their buyer's journey. I think the biggest one there actually is SEO. So if you pay for a position on search engine pages and then you send them to your website and we've seen things like this, uh, um, people are sent to home pages. Well, mm. that's not what the ad was about. And so then suddenly it's like you haven't lined your audience up and you suddenly miss the target realistically. And then because they've not got immediately what they want, they leave. So you've just wasted all that money you've spent on understanding who your audience is and getting them to click on your ad because your website isn't set up. So really you need things like landing pages to make sure that everything is lined up so your user journey is perfect. Mm -hmm. And again, I know this isn't about websites, but I think it's really important with paid ads because you can spend a lot of money really quickly on paid ads. Mm -hmm. um, and the last thing you want is not to maximize it down the funnel. Fab. Okay, so um, I think we've spoken mostly about paid ads, where it works, where they work, where they don't work, um, different types of paid ads, so social media, SEO, things like that. Um, is there one thing, the famous one thing question at the end, is there one thing that um, our audience should take away about paid ads and whether they should use them or not or when, they, when they're good to use? For me, the most important point about paid ads is that, sure, they're a great quick win strategy, but they are not your long-term marketing strategy. They need to be part of the bigger plan. And I also think that they're useful at the beginning of your journey when you're just building up but they will never be as effective as organic ranking so that is my big takeaway i think um you can also be you know too aggressive with your paid ads mm. i'm sure we can all think of a company where we're just so if we hear that first two seconds of their ad again we'll lose our minds so i think that like just because you have the budget and you can you've identified a keyword to target you know it doesn't mean you have to it doesn't mean you have to go in like all guns blazing with your budget i think you know some restraint sometimes will help build you know trust in a, in a good brand name in the long run yeah i think for me i think i agree with both of those i think for me it's also um be really targeted as in be really specific with who so segment your audience really well in your ads we haven't really spoken about that too much in this podcast but really segment the audience you're targeting with each ad as well as you physically can while staying above the limits of the number limits you need uh, because then you can give them the content that's really relevant to them um, versus, you know, sending out irrelevant information. Oscar, as you're saying, that then, you know, doesn't engage in the way you want, you want it to. Excellent. So thank you very much for listening to today's episode of the Medical Device Marketing Podcast. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. This episode of the Medical Device Marketing Podcast was brought to you by Podimus. If this conversation sparked any new ideas for you or you want to transform your medical device marketing approach, then our door is always open. Visit www.podimos.com and explore a treasure trove of information about medical device marketing on our learning center. Or better yet, 
Get in contact with us and speak to one of our expert marketers as they're as passionate about medical device innovation as you are.